Welcome back, everyone. This is the Wild Through Wi-Fi podcast. As always, we're your host, Zach Sweet. Scott A. And we are here to inspire, motivate you to achieve greatness in all aspects of life. In this podcast, we share our personal journeys and experiences to show you that anything is possible if you're willing to put in the work. Our goal is to help you create a life of abundance through the power of the internet. From entrepreneurship to personal development, we cover it all in our podcast. So in this episode, guys, this is another catch-up one. We got Mike in the house. He was um, one of our guests um, a few months back. Um, Yeah, Mike Lasala. He's the diner owner. He was here with Louie. They were given their experiences and life lessons about... You know, starting their own business Louis in the diner. Shit. Louis just sat there. Um, yeah. <laughs> but, uh, yeah, I mean, we are just catching up. We're, again, once a week doing our weekly thing. And I had some stuff, you know, happen with the job interviews. Didn't get them. Um, you know, still just learning experience. Every single, uh, every single interview just gets you that much, you know, that's one step closer to um, getting that promotion. You know, every all those yeses. Or all those no's, one will turn into a yes. What's well, so, all the process? Um, Making sure you learn from it. Making sure that every time something like that kind of comes up, like you turn the positive into the negative. Yeah, man, it was crazy because I had two interviews this time. Yeah. So that was like one step closer to. Uh, Tell me, this man got a call though, right before we were yeah, about like, to go to what a concert. Fuck? Like, haven't done anything with these guys in like m- literally like six or seven <laughs> fucking months. And we're going to the concert, and he gets a call Get as we're car. getting in the car. Getting in the car, work phone was in it. Get hearing a ring. It's the name that I've been waiting for, and just like, oh yeah, just I hate to say it, but you didn't get it. We went with another candidate. That's what they always say. I was like, like standing there too, and like I could hear. Yeah, the literally, call. Like, I, I know, could only Scott hear one side of it, and I'm like got my fingers crossed, and I was like, damn. Dude, I know. You like, don't want to be there. I, Dude, I, <sighs> I know. I was like, I, I did it all right though. He did good. I, I, I did. He actually I, had a really. I, I was actually very impressed with him that night. Yeah, no, I um, yeah, because again, like they always say it, you know, just being a poor sport and a Debbie. Always how you react after just, you don't get a job. Like, I, yeah. I was really pissed, like, but like at for like the first like twenty minutes, but after I realized like there's nothing I can do, like I just just. Well, it's like don't let, don't let it ruin yeah, something no, else. You know what I mean? Like in all those situations. The night the fact that we're going to see Zach Brown, like. That was everything. Um, yeah, like I said, we were going to be with friends and, you know, definitely a buzzkill. But, you know, it definitely, um, I think it makes you mentally fucking stronger for sure. Because, um, you know, I'm sure a lot of people. Well, you know, people some... will back off in those situations. And that's where, like, a lot of people make the mistake. Like, you'll try to make some changes. You'll, you know, want to move out of a city, go to a different job. You apply for yeah, a job or two. For like, I think like the first half an hour, I was like, "Fuck this job, yeah. I'm quitting." <laughs> like I was like, "Well, like, Fuck a lot of people that, but that But then I'm like, "Wait, that would show nothing." They'd be like, "What the hell?" Well, like then that... you gain nothing. Exactly. From no, hundred percent. Weak. Yeah, but literally, it, it sucks. Literally, <laughs> and that's just literally how it is, you know. Because I obviously think every I just I, I every day I'm like, "Fuck this!" I could literally make just as much money working for myself than working for Monster. But I I really do like Monster. Well, that's just literally gotta, the yeah. only thing. Like it's such the sickest, coolest. Job job ever like it, it is awesome well, you just gotta think so too the right it, it wasn't the right opportunity at the right time like every yeah, situation no, like sure. that like when things don't work out like you just got to tell yourself like there was a reason for it yeah and, and I, like, I think if you learn it, from it usually a better opportunity is yeah rise. no the fact that we're all going to cali for this national sales meeting again um 
I think it will be super cool and huge. And, you know, who knows what the opportunities will be there. You know, some other positions might open up as we're there networking with everybody. You know, it's kind of cool that I did have all these interviews before I went there because now they can all put a, you know, a name to the face. And I think that's that that's going to be super important for sure. But now I know. You know, like Mike said earlier, now, you know, because there's some, some things that they said I shouldn't stay in the interview about my Airbnb business. And, you know, they're like, I want to bring that up in your interviews. And um, it's just it, it was weird because it's like, you know, it's I don't know. I, it, they they ask you, like, what are like, tell me things about you. And it's just, you know, that's I diary of the mouth. But so, it's like but, you want to find the right position, too, though. Like, and like you never know, like you don't want to lie in these situations like it. If you're going to be a professional, you're going to be a person that's going to show up and give it 100% when right. you're there. Like, you want people to kind of know who you well, are. Well, that's why I thought, like, showing them that I run a business, it's like I deal with problems, especially hospitality. I mean, you could attest but to that. But who knows too. if it would have been a restaurant, you know. But who knows like if you would have got hired for the job and, like, you like you said, the dude even said he gets someone involved in it himself. Like, who knows if it would have been a positive? Like, what if you got hired for the job and he's like, we don't know what, it was actually a pretty cool thing. And it turned into a positive. Maybe just at this time in this situation, it wasn't the right uh-huh. time. Like, hey, got to take it and run with it. Oh yeah, no, for sure. And it's it's um again, I'm I'm pumped for the meeting. I think, it, like like I said, I'm just going there super positive mind. Watch what I say. Less is more. Just talk. Shoot the shit. Just literally talk about monster. That's it. Literally just that's and that's what they want to hear though. I could see where and again, every interview you learn something and you think about something you should have done or should have said. And it's like now now I know a hundred percent what to say all the time. But that's it's why like, you gotta like crazy. make the best out of these opportunities and like love what you do to a degree. Like, you know, you're headed to a, a work convention and like you're excited to go. Mm-hmm. You know how many mm-hmm. people go to these seminars and things they have to go to for work, and like they're dreading it. Yeah. No, so like that's why it's it all right. about it's finding yeah what cool. you enjoy, and like that's where mm-hmm. it makes it a little bit easier when you do have these letdowns to keep working at it. Yeah. You know? Yeah. I'm just going super positive, and that's first time going. I mean, it's all paid fucking trip. We're going to Cali. I mean, I kind of wish it wasn't going in L.A., back, but back yeah. Uh, Dude, I flew in. I flew in LAX and like went to Cali this year for the first time. That place is a shithole. You went to Cali? When did you go to Cali? Oh, me and my dad went. Me and my dad went for the the football game. game. And, like, I remember, like, thinking, like, party in the USA. It's the worst. And, like, you pull up to LAX (laughs) and, like, yo, that is the worst airport I've ever been in. It's like Like, LaGuardia. Service, what it looks like. Like, oh, my God. One of the worst experiences. LA was all right. Like, I understand, like, the hype, but it's just, like. got the huge looting going on there all the fucking time, dude. You always see it on the internet. Like, these crowds of people just going in and looting all these stores. And it's, like, it's. It's crazy on just some of the shit they got to deal with. I have never seen, like, airport security like I did at LAX. Like, it was, like, some ghetto-rigged process. Like... It's funny you like, bring that up. Like, there were, like, up. lines with, like, they were directing people to, like, what line they had to go to. And, like, there were literally lines that had, like, 300 people in them. And then there were, like, lines that had, like, three people in them. Well, and, like, people were trying to, like, go to certain lines. And, like, they were literally, like, getting, like, physical altercations with these people instead of just controlling the flow of traffic. Yeah, well, I just... Not did, pre-TSA or whatever no, that is? No, I just did It that. wasn't. I just, no, did, yeah, I just have, signed up for it. They do have no. that. But, no, this was literally them just wanting to, like, control, have control in the situation. And they didn't have enough people staffed. Are you signed up for pre-TSA? No. My I looked at the process. I was like, nah, I'm out. It's actually it's only 
it's so, it's dude, so I just easy. did it. I just, I just it was, I dude, just, it took five minutes. It was I know. I don't even want to go to the DMV. You know how long? No, it's post office. You don't. You go to the airport. Yeah. Yeah. It's you go right to the airports. You make book an appointment. I was the first one there. Seven thirty in the morning. I heard this conversation. I'm a paranoid flyer. I'll get to the airport like two hours early. Dude, it just it just the fact. Sit at my gate and do nothing. Because I knew I was going into LAX. See, I would like. I like. I like doing that. Reason why I wanted to get it. Because I was like, I'm the bigger airports is where it's better at. The smaller airports, eh, you really don't need it. But it's the bigger airports that I'm going to be flying into. I thought about signing up for some like crazy ass shit they had. But some of them had the eye scan shit. You just walk in, skip the line, scan your eye, you just go. And I'm like, 78 bucks. It's good for five years. I literally did it. I was in and out. I showed her my passport, took my fingerprints. Literally, I literally just got the email today. I literally just got my. Yeah, it does take three days. So I was like, you know, fuck it, 78 bucks. It's good for five years. You know the. I was like, yeah, I'm going to all these bigger airports. Fuck that. I was like, I'm not going to be waiting in line. I want to be like one of those cool it, people who are yeah. going skipping the line. Yeah, I, got their I was like, yo, how the fuck they got that? Are in and like this order. whole time, I could have been doing that. I just what does that know. say about me that I'm just too lazy to go do it? I mean, <laughs> like, what is some it? people just, it's well, like, again, if you don't travel a lot, like not saying I travel a lot either, but it's just like. For five years, seventy-eight bucks, and I can, you know, anytime I go fly now or go to all these other airports for layovers, whatever, at least the security will be just easy. I was like, why not? I'll why not for, try it? I'll pay for my Netflix. So, but <laughs> I was like, fuck it. We'll see. We'll I see no, how no, it goes. No, no. I'm just intrigued I, I wish, dude, to see I wish what it's going to be like, like. I keep saying I'm going to do it, and I just. Yeah, it took me two seconds. It was great. The lady, five I think, minutes. like, my thought process is always, like, well, what if I'm flying with someone that doesn't have it? And then I just have to fucking wait. But, like, it was mad funny when we went to LAX. My dad, like, fucking sat on the other side of security for, like, an hour and 15 minutes waiting for us. Really? Dude, yeah. that's crazy. I'm so happy. So I TSA that but you're the good point, though, about traveling with our people. They, had, they had, like, a drug dog in fucking LAX. And, like, they were literally, like, just straight up lighting a joint and, like, having the dog sniff what? it. I swear to God, dude, this was the creep. I. I've been to a lot of airports, and, like, my experience at LAX was insane going in and out. I've never been to an airport where that's ever happened to me. Like, I I haven't flown in probably a year, but, like... Bro, it was horrible. Every time I've flown, it's been, like, easy breezy. Just Yeah, I mean, me too. Like, I get I've there really an hour and a half early, spend about 45 minutes, mm-hmm. you know, doing the security process, get right through. Yeah, yeah. My, I mean, yeah, I, I my, my trips and security things have always been pretty... That's good, nuts. but I got like, caught. Know, I've had all a pretty good experience ever one time, and I'll never like never fly a shitty airline again. Like, flew Frontier into Florida one time, dude, and I, I don't get like turbulence sick or not. And like, we were in like a, a like fucking storm, and like dude, I, our plane like was that yeah. a tiny little <laughs> dude, was it a tiny little jumper shit plane? Kicker, bro, well, that was, like fucking oxygen like mask propellers down, still. Like, well, dude, my mom just it was so small. It was one of those ones that had like three seats in it. So like, it was like two and one. <laughs> Yeah, my mom just flew in for the first time, and like she said, I think like fifteen years, and because she don't, she don't travel or go anywhere. She went and saw her brother down in Myrtle, but she said on her way back too, she like, she's like, she's like, yeah, I was fine going there, come back. She's like, for some reason, when she landed in Syracuse, she she said she got super sick. She's like, I have no idea why, but oh, um, bro, we had like twenty five minutes of like bad turbulence, yeah, like never, people <sighs> were throwing up on the. Only plane time I've ever had a bad time is that. when I was hungover. It was funny, but like once it like continued and like it started to just like smell bad, and like I'm thinking All like, right, dude, well. if this plane starts to crash and like I die with throw up like hitting me in the face, <laughs> I am gonna be so fucking. <laughs> this is the way last. Scott goes down, yeah. right? Old lady that, throw up dude, on her. That would be that would be fucking something, dude. I usually always flew JetBlue, and like I remember it. I bought a cheap flight Frontier. <laughs> I remember my dad too was like, "Oh, you should fly uh, 
with cheaper flights. He's like, you just never know what's going to happen with your luggage. Because he always is like, just fly JetBlue. It's like reasonably priced economy. Like, And I was like, oh, fuck it. I'll save the money. Like, Flew Bad choice. Dude, it's, like people, done it, it's like people I done fly it before, with Allegiant. Yeah, like, dude, you fuck know, like, Allegiant, But you have to dude. know, like, I mean, when you fly with those airlines, like, you, say, you just have to know what you're getting yourself into. Like, well, it's just like, like yo, if you're flying Allegiant, like, or even, like, Delta, bro, like, it's your, just so your bag's cheap, gonna, like, you just expect your bag well, to get lost. that's why you never get a check. You just always get a carry-on. Yeah, I'll always yeah. carry-on. I, I refuse to check bags, ever. If I fly, yeah, bro, I agree, I agree, carry-on yeah. no matter what. If it don't fit yeah, in the carry-on, it's not coming. I've been lucky. Luckily, I've checked bags and everything. I've had suitcases, dude, when I... Flutes. I've heard a lot like of nightmares flying, like dude, flying, flying with my lacrosse equipment people. and shit, dude. Like, I can't tell. Like, I had the lacrosse helmet, like, get shattered. Yeah, I had a golf like, club. Like, how the yeah, fuck how do you, do you do shatter that? a lacrosse yeah, helmet? I had a golf club break on me. Like, it's like they purposely do it. Like, you've seen those, like, well, TikTok you, videos I did, of TSA yeah. people, I like, watch going them, through things. I, always, I, I watch them, like, the one they're taking them off, like, the little conveyor belt that they put under the under the uh, plane because I'm always intrigued and dude, you just watch them sometimes. Some of the dudes are like super gentle and other dudes you're like, dude, are you just trying to see how high you can throw it and get it onto the fucking yeah. thing? Like, yeah, it's just like they want to get the jump, job, job done super fast and they're just throwing things. Just throwing it. It's like, doesn't matter if it says fragile, just, they're just throwing it. But, so, to backtrack a little bit, give Michael a little chance to talk. We thought I thought it'd be a cool opportunity to bring Mike on because me and him have been talking a little bit about um they got a grant resource. There's a grant through the city, through Duet from the city to redo the street that the diner's on. It's $3.2 million for the whole street. And the diner got a lot of money towards that. And just kind of talking about that process, you know, how things kind of tend to fall into weird places, but you get, you know, opportunities to make the best out of different things. I think it kind of goes back to what we were talking about with Zach. So I thought it'd be a cool opportunity to get him on and Without Louis. Yeah, I think it's uh, one of those. It's probably like one of the same things I said that we talked about earlier with uh, Salve and Milton Ave. And when I used to work at the pizza shop with Greg, um, I actually, speaking of that, Greg, I want to get Greg on here too. That'd be cool. Greg's got a pretty cool story with, you know, <laughs> this Gre- thing. But Greg and Jerry would do great. They, he don't know Jerry, but Jerry's our maintenance guy. Yeah, Greg, um, same thing. He got the uh, pizza shop rehabbed. friends, bro. So that's pretty cool. Yeah, I'm sure we'll. Um, so it's just um, you were saying earlier, just it's just exterior things, right? As far as you know, right? Because you're you're still not even in the loop. You were saying, yeah, we got really we got really lucky. Like our first year, I think we opened in May, and then September they approached us and they were like, hey, we were with East Syracuse, like I think it was with the board or whatever, and then they're like, uh, do it, which is I guess runs the the town of East Manlius or, mm-hmm. or um, yeah. East Syracuse, said we got a grant. Would you want to be involved with it? It's for East Manlia Street, which is our street, to like, um, kind of like reface all the buildings, yeah, yeah. make yep. them look more attractive and everything yep. like that. I'm like, yeah, obviously, it's yeah. like it's free money, right? Yeah. We got to put a little down, a little, but it's like it's a little rough looking too. So. Right, right. It's you know they got to like are they doing across, probably, are they doing across they the street? Make sidewalks and. It's anything on East Manlius. I don't know what, like, technically, like, apply Because, like, there's a few places. Yeah, there's a few places like, on the street. I hope they so, just like, knock them down. So, like, past certain point, which there's, like, I think it's past, like, the Burn Dairy or something like that. Mm-hmm. On East, like, they don't get the grant. So, it's, like, only oh, it's that. It's a pretty small strip. It's a really small strip. Mm-hmm. But al- are, also, yeah. like, a couple million dollars doesn't go that far when, like, construction yeah, costs are so high these days. Oh, yeah. Right? So sure. they approached us. We're like, yeah, obviously, like, we want to do that if there's grant money. So mm-hmm. we said, yeah. So 
Um, it's a process. We still haven't even started anything yet. We haven't looked really at, told you shit, right? Well, we've looked at blueprints. They've come in a few times. They've like looked at the building, all that stuff. You know, it's just a matter of when we get the the green flag to go with it. Right. We'll so go no, with it. Well, but you guys have to. As I'm saying, did they even say anything like about who? So are they, they already have people who are gonna do the work? Yeah, so I mean, right. they okay. they tell you what it's gonna like s like what right. you got to put like. It X sounds like they're blueprinting all the buildings, and they're literally just gonna come in and like it's gonna be like a couple month process, and then they're just gonna go down the fucking strip. Like, it seems it seems like they're taking the buildings that are like in the most rough shape. Yeah. Yep. And they're just like, hey, this this is grant money. You could like use like make our streets look better. That's yeah. what it seems like, yeah, and then yeah, it's just like, sure. but it's a cool we'll opportunity. This, like, yeah. that's why I wanted to bring Mike on because it kind of gives you a chance, like when you're refacing something, to kind of. Well, again, I think with Mike and coming here, I'm sure that's probably why they're doing. Well, all yeah, this and shit. <laughs> I, I swear to God, all these motherfuckers knew some shit and just have been like, all well, on all the low, work just by like Carrier Circle, and I mean, there's been they're putting in a goddamn aquarium. Like, oh my god, it's I mean, like been, it's like a huge company's coming to Syracuse. Why do we get the grant right now? Yeah, it's like, huh. I mean, well, yeah, because they, they know what the fuck they're doing. And, like, people are going to be moving into those areas right around the city. But I do feel like East Syracuse is, like, the part of Syracuse it's that gonna... is neglected because there is it's a East, good school district. East Syracuse and Solvay are going to end up being, like, very nice parts of Syracuse. Because the, the schools aren't bad. Yeah. Like, there's uh, stuff I've around. There's liked, a lot of, like— I've always liked that West Manly Street, yeah. like, East Syracuse It area. definitely I doesn't mean, get any love. You're right there. It definitely I've, does I've not. had people who lived over there, and, like, I mean, it could be a little weird sometimes, but, like, that's, like, anywhere, you know? I mean, I've had customers come in that have been there. Like, we have a lot of old customers, like yeah. I've said in the past. Like, they, they'll bring in photos. And like looking at the street, that's crazy. Yeah, that what it used to look like to mm. what it is it now. It used to be so nice. You can it see used it on to be like this beautiful street. Yeah. It looked like something like Casanova or Manlius yeah, yeah, or yeah, like something awesome. these old time streets. And right. they had character and all these like beautiful things. And now like everyone's just run it down, and it just yeah. looks like it's just so unappealing. Well, it's nice that you don't like so your neighbors. You like you don't <laughs> want right. to be around there because it's just like well, why would anyone want to come to East Syracuse? When it's just the most like unattractive shit. place to yeah, be. It's, yeah, it's, it gets pretty bad sometimes. Gas stations and just nothing. It's just so nothing. The diner there. right next to the gas station? Right yeah, there? it's yeah. right next to a yeah, gas yeah. station. Yeah, the mobile, yeah. Like, you know, the thrifty shopper used to be like this like uh, hub before Walmart came in. It used to be like a supermarket. And like uh, all these cool buildings right, right, used right. to be there. And then now it's just. What, what supermarket was there? Do you remember what it was? Jeez, you know, I wish I, wish I knew. I wonder was, if what's like, his I name? Wonder if it, yeah, yeah. It was uh, owned oh, by the. Okay. Yeah, yeah. The was, dude literally comes in. So yeah, he's a customer. His wow. family he, owned he, like, it. talk about it all the time. Yeah, and like I can't remember the exact name of it, but. It was nice. He showed me pictures, and I was like, holy shit. It's like. All of Syracuse, though, that goes for all of yeah. Syracuse. Oh, yeah. Like oh, yeah. south, like the South Side was one of the nicest. Yeah, the Valley was like yeah. one of the nicest areas in Syracuse. You at look one back point. at it and you're like, "Whoa, this was our city. Right. This is well, what we grew up in." Fulton was the city of the future, bro. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, I mean, I yeah, even go to really Oswego now, and Oswego's in a beautiful place. Yeah, no, like right there on the yeah, Ontario. Right on yeah. Lake Ontario. You start to look at the properties around. And you're there, just like, like what happened? Yeah. What went wrong? I know. You know? Well, yeah, I mean, yeah. And then you go to Skinny Alice, you're like, drugs. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Drugs, like, every time I go to Skinny life, Alice, I'm like, who are you people? Changes. Yeah, paying like $30,000 in taxes. You literally go out to taxes. Skinny Alice and you're like, what is, is this like a cult out here? Like, oh, can well, I get sure. invited out here? It is. But yeah, no, definitely. Some of the people me? that live out there, you're like, who has yeah. a house on 
Like, well, that's why. Like, I mean, I I love Rochester. I've been out there a lot this summer, and I I like, dude. I feel like there's so much f- different food. Like, Rochester's every time. its own little. You home. gotta explain Rochester to me because every <laughs> I hear so many. I like bad it. things about Rochester. Like it's dangerous. You gotta sure, you gotta but... know someone that either lives in Rochester or spent enough time there because it's kind of like Syracuse too. Like a lot yeah, of people no, that like, like enjoy I Syracuse. Hate, like, that haven't co- been here and like, will come here and they'll go like downtown Syracuse and like, dude, where the fuck do I go? What do you mean? There's a lot of things to <laughs> I'm do. I'm a big foodie. I'm yeah, a big foodie though. Like, this dude loves to eat. Rochester has so many different types of restaurants. Like it's definitely all a melting over pot the out there. Like and they got like Ontario, so like that's dope. Like I went There's to the beach There's some things going for them. Don't worry, you can definitely like I, I agree. With I you. like you it. can get shot very quickly yeah, no, it is in Rochester. Dude, I've seen TikToks about Rochester. Yeah, like the Kia boys out there. Yeah, you're just like, oh, cool. I'm never going there. Yeah, was like that it absolutely huge bad, drug but. bust out there last year where they were like <laughs> they were towing like all these insane cars and you're just like this guy was making how much money selling drugs in Rochester? Yeah. We have Rochester in the house, but they don't wanna they don't wanna get on the pod. Yeah. I love all of upstate, honestly. Yeah. I'm a fan for all of it. I hate to say this, like and it just like makes me wanna like I like shoot it. I'm myself just in the face, but like yeah. Go somewhere else for yeah, a little I agree. Bit. I understand with you there because I feel like you haven't had the opportunity, but like I've actually sadly been able to live a lot of other places that like people call like, you know, the best places, Florida, yeah. Colorado, North Carolina, and like don't get me wrong, I love those places, but man, like upstate I will admit has like grown on me a lot over the years. Like the season changed. Yeah. As much as I can't stand New Yorkers sometimes, upstate New Yorkers are so much better than Southerners. Like, uh. I've never lived in a place that like I've met more people here. Maybe you could say because of like I own a business or I have like you know some ties here. But like I was gone for eight plus yeah. years. I came back here. You meet. I met more friends here mm-hmm. in the past two years. I you know live. You know, I guess that doesn't make. I lived there for like a year and a half in California, a year in New York City, but it's just like I just I connected with people way better. Maybe yeah, yeah. yeah. I just feel like people are more like willing to try up here. Well, yeah, my brother actually said that because he went to Utah recently, and um, people are definitely stuck in their ways and like. Yeah, he went to Utah, and he said that people were horrible, like very rude. And then he, because he's a barber, so and then it was funny that. He, he was the guy who was cutting his hair or something. He ended up being from Utah too, and my brother brought it up. And then the guy said the same thing though. He was like, "Yeah, when me and my wife first moved there, he said the same thing. He's like, the people were horrible, but then they came here and they were like, the people were great. So it's like it's funny how in different areas that you'd maybe think like, oh, people are you know nicer." No. Well, and they're nicer, out. like you, especially when you're going out south. Well, you do like, decent people. These up people here, like, like smile at you down south, and like what they're saying, like you're like, they're like, oh, can you get off my doorstep, please? I don't know, I don't yeah. know why you're here, and they're like smiling at you. Yeah. Huh? It's just like they have the slang, like when or they it's say like, like, even like people like, oh, southern hospitality. Yeah, say you want southern hospitality until you wait in a drive-through line with like two cars for twenty minutes because they're fucking talking to the goddamn person yeah. at the window. It's and like let me tell you i lived in florida and that happened like oh yeah like once a week though that's what i like about new york though maybe not upstate but like new york city like if they don't like you they're oh, just yeah. like fuck you don't talk to me yeah, yeah, yeah. but like if they do care they'll like talk to you and engage and it's like a real yeah. conversation i will admit the one thing i always kind of like about new york though like when i lived in new york city was Yes, people would do that, but like they never like held up things. Like 
people were smart enough that like if they were gonna talk to a customer, they asked someone else to cover the goddamn register. Like, ah, man, so be living in the South was. It maybe it's so just a big city place. thing. Like maybe in the big cities, you have so many transplants, you have so many people there from so many walks of life. It's wild. They're just trying to That's get why by. I, like, I like I like it though. Like I like I like the fast pace. Like the fast. Pace. I think I thought for a long time I wanted like was a city person, but like I have now realized I'm like a 20 minute, 30 minute. Well, yeah, definitely something like that. Person. Yeah, have some sure. privacy, have yeah. some land, yeah, have be able to do what it. you want. Yeah, like I think I'm this big city person, and then you like put me in these big cities. I'm like, I think it's just it like with that. the yeah my careers, my careers for sure have definitely just broadened. Too. Yeah, you, like, you. I feel like it's just what I do for yeah. work. Like I'm always out in the public and talking to people and in stores and just like networking and you know this, that's just monster. Like I said, they're fucking everywhere. So and they they're in so many different things. Fucking what I could have went to Unadilla this weekend. That was but I couldn't just too busy. But um, I don't know. I think. You know, I think you got a good thing going over there, Mike. I'm, it's intriguing the process. I'm definitely, oh, it intrigues the gonna, fuck out of me. I, you're like, going to learn a lot through it. I think it's, I just, I, I'm intrigued on the process too. Like, how do they know, like, first off, like, why do you get this, the money? Like, how, how do they figure out the amount? Like, oh, the dollar amount compared to like, oh, you might have got more than that person's business. So, like, that's intriguing. Um, I just love like, the opportunity. What are they going to do? Like, windows and shit. Yeah, that's cool. Like, like you can, windows, you can make I'm the sure. Best out of it. You know, painting it, you know, all that stuff. I'm sure you're going to be able to do in a sense. Oh, yeah. I mean, they showed us the blueprints. It's, it looks like a new place altogether. Awesome. What, but, like, what I think is cool is, like, they're young. You know, him and his brother, the owners are young. Like, there's been older people that have owned it for such a long time. Like, it's such an opportunity to, like, reface the entire business. Like, there's going to be businesses on that street that they get the reno done on the outside, but they don't change anything. Not as much you know, visually on the inside, but like with how they run the business, like it's an opportunity to kind of reface things and push things into a direction because it is kind of almost a catalyst. You know, it's something that someone from outside is going to come and bring in support. So it kind of gives you that opportunity to make the best out of the situation. And I oh, think dude, it's awesome. like that's, that's also so true because like we've had people that like, this is a real story. No joke. We've had people, I've had people pull up in Mercedes we watched them. You've been to the diner. Yeah. You you can see the people that yeah. pull up on the side, right? Yeah. We had like this man and woman, probably like early to late, early mid forties. You know, pull up in a Mercedes. Pull up. They come in the building after pulling up to the diner, seeing what it looks like on the outside. Old beat up diner. Doesn't look fancy. They're in East Syracuse, right? They walk in. She goes through the door. Walks in like two steps and goes, nope. Walks out. Turns around and the husband just goes, I guess we're not staying. But like truly. And that's the thing. It's just like all these little things can like make a difference. Like refacing, putting money into East Syracuse. It does make a huge change because like people have this like perception of like all these places. And like they go to Manlius and DeWitt and Fayetteville and Skinny Atlas and Casanova. Because like these... 
elite places and they don't really you know but like what i'm saying too is like the people that don't change with the times like they're gonna get phased out because there is gonna be company there's gonna be people that come in that are younger blood that are gonna want to move with the times and the people and that's the thing like it's like things are changing people are investing more money Mm -hmm. like people want to rebuild the city people want to do all these things it's just like when you see change happen like a lot of people try to fight it and it's the worst possible thing you can do oh my god yeah behind yeah, and no, it's, it's like just we're talking say, about a lot of change. Like, like, so did like everybody hear her and see her? Like, cause I know it's super oh, small. Oh, the there, best so part like... was it was like like eight a.m. and like Scott knows it's not like a super busy time. Like we pick up around like eight thirty nine o'clock. Yeah. That's so it was like a lot of like regulars or whatever, and they kind of were just Loved like. It. Because yeah, 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 right. it's just like, yeah, why, yeah like, like, why would you like the diner is old anything? and like right. it's a greasy, dirty, like American diner and right, like, like yeah, like expect? we we do what we no. can, we you know, but it's just like, you, they must not have been from Syracuse right. because like you pulled up in East Syracuse, yeah, right, yeah, and you look at the outside of the building and you walk in and then you then say, you, yeah, right. Oh no, this isn't well, it. Well, it's like it, it's like one of the things like I've yeah, seen on Airbnb like, and shit. I like it better when I walk in. Like, <laughs> I like outside, it better. I think the, the outside's, outside's rougher, more rough yeah, than the inside, yeah, yeah, the, right? The and like everyone in there, it's not like you walk in and like it's like fucking no offense, you walk in some diners, it's like three ass old ass people and like a dude that looks like he's got cataracts on the grill. Like, I think we have some character in there. That that's well, that's like what I'm saying. think like, the the it's, customers it's huge, make the diner. It, well, yeah. I think that's to be honest with you, I think the people that work there because it's like one of the only diners you go into and every single person that works there is young you know well I mean? young but also just like it's old, just old like everyone kind of like talks like to every, each other yeah, yeah it's i fucking spend way too much time over there i love mm-hmm. the 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 bs we all like play yeah, with each other right. and zach you gotta come no i know some I, I, I like no, you would I, love I you would love some morning. of these people we come in there with so you know you guys are all closed on what days just tomorrow right that's i thought yeah yeah Okay. But it, it's a riot in there, man. No, I know. I'm always over in that area and shit, driving around. So one day I'll just pop in for breakfast and shit real quick. But what I was going to say about the lady walking in, it's like you said, you, you see the outside, and then you come in and, and automatically turn around. But, you know, it's it, like an incident I saw on my Airbnb page. Like this guy had a guest. They obviously booked it. They stayed there. And then the person had oh, the yeah, audacity to leave a review stating that good, great place, but way overpriced for what it was. So it's like, I just don't understand it. Why would you book it and stay there, but then complain about the price? Like, yeah, you like you knew like, what it was before pictures, you booked it. You knew it. what it was before right. you booked it. Like you stayed there, but then you leave a review. And because, again, that review is going to reflect like on their rating and shit. And it's just, again, people are shitty. Like people are just like always out looking for, I don't know, just a refund or a deal. And again, for the fact is that I can't believe I saw that. It's like, and the dude said it, he's like, how are you going to book it, stay there and then complain about it? Like it just doesn't make any fucking sense. And people are just wild. People are just whack jobs. And it's, they're whack, dude. Some of them are just So many, like in the customer service industry, it's It's just, there's just people out there that you're like, are you real? Yeah, right, right. Are, are How do you function? Yeah. Because I know when I'm being a lot at a restaurant, like we did it today kind of in the morning, like just again, throwing a lot at the waitress and, you know, and, and just, even if there's only three or four people and, you know, because sometimes you would change your mind on the fly and I'm just like at the end of it, I'm like, I am so sorry. <laughs> like, right, right. You're like apologizing. Like, I know I'm that asshole. <laughs> you know, I'm so sorry. Like, I know it. That's why I always try to be patient with those people in the industries like that because, again, you know, it's, it's tough right now. So I think just kind of trying to be a little bit more patient can go a long way. 
So, but it was just funny. You know, the dude is like, I feel like I was just stressing the dude out. And I was like, dude, I'm so sorry. Like, I did not mean to throw all that at you like that. <laughs> it sounds super needy, but he's like, no, you're fine. So I feel like just saying that extra little apology would just like, I don't know, even though even he might walk away and be like, God damn, fuck. <laughs> you know what I mean? Like, <laughs> yeah. even though, to, like, at least that can be like, I said I was sorry. You it know? depends <laughs> if you catch him on a good day or yeah, bad day. Right. He might blow it off or he might be like, I hate this dude. Yeah, right, right. <laughs> I like, hate what him. What the fuck? <laughs> so, you always think about it. Even if he doesn't say anything, he's going to feel like a dick at some point. Like, fuck. You no matter what job you do, you always have those people. It does, like customer service, whatever it is. It's just like you're always like, oh my god, I just like you think that like you. The best is when you think you like make a good point. And you're like, okay, I got this all taken care of, and then like they just disregard everything you say and go right back in your. So have you like conducted any interviews? Have you guys hired any new since we've last met for the podcast? Hey, we hired Louis' sister, Ava. Okay. Oh yeah. So Ava. Like, did you guys like? Ava. Did you guys even interview her? Or you were you just like come on Ava. in. <laughs> Like, he was a dishwasher. Like, yeah. I mean, you have to be like pretty much pretty bad, pretty bad right. if you yeah, can't wash like... dishes. Ava's pretty good. No, that's good. Um, she shows up on time. She's good work work ethic. Uh, yeah, just to know how you went about like if you guys do interviews because we're just talking about interviews. And I mean, we're so well, we're like such a manager. small place, yeah, so yeah, it's yeah, like right, right. we're actually lucky enough where a lot of people we like work with are. Like it just happened to fall in place yeah, yeah, where we either right. have family friends or people right. who have recommended someone right. or, you know, a sp- spouse or whatever it is. Yeah. Like, so we just get lucky. I've never had to actually put out an application for cool. something right. and it's right. just worked out that way. And it's always changing uh, constantly because, you know, dishwasher, who wants to be a dishwasher yeah, for like sucks. 10 years? Yeah. No one. Yeah. It's oh, not a real Ava. job. Like, you know, Ava. It's... Love her. <laughs> hey, I'm saying. Stay I'm in saying... Syracuse, Ava. <laughs> I mean, yeah, I'm sure she's doing it because she's young. Yeah, yeah, it's a no, job she's her. young. It's, it's, right. it's, it's works for her. Right. Right. So it's just, it we just all works those out. shit starter jobs. It's so funny. You know? She's getting towards like that. I'm saying it's shit, but it is shit. Dishwashing people sucks. Yeah. Shit. I mean, who it's just dishes, like hot but, kitchen, like washing yeah, dishes. Like, but she, she's, she's, she's a trooper. Good. She's good. a trooper. She, she wears her gloves. Like, oh, toughen her up. She too, literally wears her little gloves there. and like she doesn't even like she only complains. You should, to, like, you should show her the movie The Waiting and be like, this is this is what this is it. Yeah. <laughs> you could be working there. Right. We're nice. Right. Exactly. Like show her this and be like, this is literally where you could be working. She's like, she would be like, there's no way that. Dude, that movie's fucking hilarious, dude. The way Ryan Reynolds and shit. Like it's a good classic. It's and funny. that is like exactly like but that spo- makes you think about especially like, some of these ugh. corporate kitchens like dude i i would want to like i would love to spend like a day or two in like an applebee's like kitchen oh my I god i wouldn't so i wouldn't i think kitchen work is like wor- the worst the worst i just want to see the worst it. i just want to see no definitely um especially Applebee's. yeah i i, I the only kitchen i, mean, I ever worked in was um chilies yeah. would be kind of bad but i feel like applebee's would be like <laughs> Like the scary, word. like the scary. I think there'd be like people would be like frightened if they saw what Applebee's kitchens look like. Yeah, the only kitchen I've ever worked in was Greg's. It was a pizza shop. It's the only type of kitchen work I've ever done. Was yeah, it's just I've always thought about keep, being a like, server, and trying like, yeah. it because I know they can oh, make good make... money with tips and shit. Like Hell something yeah. I've always thought about doing because I, I mean I have the personality for it. But it, I worked at the like, diner oh. one day. I was like, what the <laughs> fuck, dude? No, no. Like I like because I'm a talker, so it's just like I just it plus it's networking too. You, you You'll never, never make the... as much as a girl, right? Yeah, never, no, dude. for it's sure. Such bullshit. For sure. Like, well, dude, I was out in Rochester last night at a bar. This bartender had a Rolex on. I'm like, damn, you guys hiring? Shit, you must make money here. I was like, that bar. I was like, you're the first bartender ever. Like, you should tip. 
me, son. man. Right. You know, it was funny. He actually ended up being super cool. And um, we were talking about golf. He saw my hat. And, you know, it was a long conversation. But he was, he was, he was super cool. And I was like, Did you tip him more? He was, he actually, because he knew the more people if he was a hot girl. I so mean, no, he, talked he, about golf, connected with the customer. Me free drinks. So like boom I'll, done. Like, yeah, it was cool. Like he was cool. That's what I'm saying. He was cool. Shit. His name was Steve. Shout out to Steve. Um, Steve. That that was fun. But it was just like when I saw it, I was like, "Yo, you guys hiring? Like you, you got a Rolex? You guys must make some like, money." What? He's like, "Yeah, it's been a good summer." And I'm like, "I see that. Like what the fuck? Like <laughs> <laughs> fucking." I mean, it was like a. I mean, it's still no matter what, it was a roll. It's still like no matter what, a fifteen thousand dollar watch. So probably like a basic yeah, like. Submariner, like Rolex, you know, basic model, but still, like those are those are really elegant watches. They're nice, and I mean, I recognize that shit because it's fucking. It's if I was nice. a surfer, I don't think I'd wear that. Yeah, boy, it was a bartender. He was a bartender. It wasn't well, even... I wouldn't wear anything. No. Yeah, no, that's what I'm saying. It was crazy. <laughs> I was like, it was. I was not having shocked. some dude waiting outside at fucking two a.m. No. I'm going to get in my car to fucking steal my goddamn Rolex. But like, also, just like, mm, I mean, depending on where you're serving, like, right. I I would always just dress normal. So you probably look like you need the tip. Yeah, yeah I mean it is. Yeah. It's also always a conversation I'm starter be too. With you, dude, if I see a dude wearing a fucking Rolex, be gosh. like, mm. I really like you, man, but I can't really justify like <laughs> tipping you. Is that oh, horrible like, to say? Like, like, is like, that, that just us judging though? I would deliver my oh, pizza. Yeah. I'd deliver pizza in my 2016. At the time, it was 2016. So I had one of those brand new Chevy Silverados. I'd pull up, get out, knock on the door, and people were like. Damn, they're like, what did they start paying pizza delivery guys? So I'm like, because I'm driving like a $45,000 truck and I'm just delivering pizzas. So, but it, it's always just funny to get those reactions. I, I've been on the other side of that. So it is kind of funny because they told me one time at the pizza place when I was younger, they're like, stop, stop like dressing like nice. Like when you come here, like, like going to deliver the pizzas, like clean shaved and you always have on like. <laughs> Matching clothes and it's like what? Scott's <laughs> just trying to mix. Because yeah, you got to build character. It's just yeah. like how people put tip money in the tip jar first when they get there to make it look like there's money. Because I mean, once yeah, people, people see feel, money in it, feel like, like damn, I'm the person. Yeah, like they got to. Like, that's yeah. like when you get up to the credit card, like you put your card in now, and like there's just automatically like fifteen, says, twenty, yeah, eighteen. Or you have to hit yeah, to say no, and you're just like, fuck, dude. Do I want someone to see me hit other and then no, like zero? It's like you don't worst. even hit no anymore. Now you have to like it's type zero. That's funny. Like, yeah. I, I can't even say, like, I don't want to leave a tip. Like, I have to, like, hit that I want other, and then I have to, like, type the number zero. You Sometimes three times I have to hit the zero button. <laughs> like, to, I'm just like, Scott's hey, going bro. through a process. Just, nope. Nope. And, like, I'm a really good tipper, but, like, there's certain times where it's like, dude, yeah, I'm no, not yeah, tipping. No. Like, I'm, when like, I do, like, pick up food. Why would I tip food? you a Panera? Like, what, or some, like, place like. Yeah. That's rough. That one's yeah, rough. Yeah, it's always tough. It, it always tough. Some, yeah, it always is depending on my mood. Like, sometimes I'll push, like, Oh, it's only a dollar sixty-three cents. Like, oh, whatever. Mood too. It's but, mood but like, too. If it was like some place like Chick Fil A, where like okay, like their service is fucking extraordinary. Like, Impeccable. I wish I, could, I wish I could leave a tip at Chick Fil A. I would leave a fucking tip every yeah. goddamn right. time I went to Chick Fil A if they let you. You know, I go to the Dunkin' on Erie Boulevard, and which one? Because there's two, and they suck at the one. It's not the one closest to Shopping Town. It's the one further down. Yeah, that's the better one. And I'm I try to. They don't take them. Yeah, dude. They can't take them. Yeah, they're not yeah, allowed to. Because they are, they're so nice. I know, it's crazy. All the time. Donuts, I feel like it's the one where it's the worst, where they can't do it. But they can't take but tips. But they kind of Starbucks. Yeah, who knows? My favorite people is always, I always tip the ice cream people. 
Oh, yeah. It's ice cream servers. Never done it. But I feel like sometimes they're lying. Like, they're like oh, yeah, college tip jar. And you're like, wait. Yeah, college like tip jar. You don't go to college. <laughs> Maybe. It's always, good to, it's always good to tip. Always make sure you tip good. I try. Yeah, I no. I mean, even enough. like even if it's mediocre service, I think you should always, always tip eighteen percent minimum. Like, and if it's great service, always twenty five. Yeah. Like great service, twenty five. If they're not horrible and shitty towards you, eighteen. Yeah. I'm insane sometimes, dude. I've left some like stupid tips where like the next day I'm just like, eh, it's a little much. Um. It happens. It happens. It happens to everyone. Like sometimes you'll get that like you get that initial ding if you like check your like debit card statement and then you get the ding when like the uh, tip gets added on because initially it's just like the initial charge and then you see like the tip and you're like oh shit I was really generous I've done it way too many times that like oh, brings yeah. back more memories of like when I would go out all the time and I'd be like oh yeah I didn't spend that much money last night I'd be like oh I guess I did I just feeling really yeah generous. or the polar opposite happens to me where I think I tip them but I tip them like 2% oh Instead of like, I 20. wish I had that problem. And like, I wake up the next day, I'm like, whoa, that was embarrassing because I left them. $117 charge goes to 122 <laughs> I, Yeah, like, I left them $2. It's just, it's like nuts. I'm just like, okay, sorry. It happens. We've all, we've all had our moments of, uh, yeah. Maybe not leaving a good tip here and there, but we, we make up for it. We, you, you can always make up for it in the next Yeah, you're time. good. You're a nice person, Mike. I would say you make up with it with your. Actions. My charm. When you're like a, when you're like a grumpy person and you do it too, like fuck you. <laughs> um, no. But yeah, I brought up earlier. I think everybody should watch that painkiller documentary on Netflix. Um, it's about the um, opioid, yeah, op- crisis. opiate crisis and ox- oxycotin. It's funny yes. how they say it in there, dude. It was like a call. Watching that shit was like super fucking intriguing. I wa- I literally watched it literally six hours straight. I literally we sat on the couch and I got sucked into it. I think it's only like six seven episodes, but um, really interesting about Purdue Pharma and how you know some they went after them to sue them for because they basically were saying like oxycotton wasn't as you know it wasn't basically bad for you yeah <laughs> and it wasn't highly addictive and it's like it's basically heroin <laughs> you can get like, some good good stuff on some of these you know tv shows no it was it was a big because like a it bit. was obviously real life events and you know so it's oh, I mean, it, definitely look, we're good. still dealing with the fucking turnout from that i mean there was a huge yeah it's still not like done yet like, if they still haven't paid it out yet it said they're still waiting for it to pen what's well, like, where the depending. heroin epidemic came from that shit went through with fucking oxys and painkillers and shit and then like when that started well, to drop off well like, then they said because the, this was bags. the second biggest like lawsuit and i think like what they're saying like with corporations in like american history number one was tobacco I they went gonna... tobacco. They sued tobacco companies, like with the whole sure secondhand smoking causing cancer. There was I like... mean, what's going on with that though? Yeah, because like tobacco's been around for like. Right. I mean, come on. So I mean, yeah, because that, that said the tobacco got. I mean, and there was something like what well, they got sued for like two hundred and something billion dollars. I would be very was... mad off. So I want them to make a. I want them to make a series on that. They have. I think that would be cool too. There's one on fucking. There actually is one on. Well, for on the tobacco one. No, on 
Barry Madoff, the dude that was oh. the, like the original Ponzi scheme guy. Yeah, no, this like one was just just again. bent corporate America over and just. Well, that's the thing about this one. It just shows you how corrupt it is too, like the money, the politics, and how like basically one phone call was made overnight, and the owner of the company like called somebody, and then the judge made like a different decision. You gotta watch this one. Yeah, he was a of all this he was shit. a chairman of Nasdaq. You know? So it was a um, six hundred forty eight six sixty four point eight billion dollar Ponzi scheme. Yeah, biggest in the world history there's a lot of good things on there right now i thought it was interesting so i definitely highly recommend watching that very very fucking cool i got sucked in but worth it because it was like kind of a little bit of history so that and it was real life events i mean it, it was a real situation so that's what made it even i even tried to look up purdue and the company if it was still on the stock market and shit it's not but um yeah so if anybody's looking for a good uh a good series to watch. I watched the Johnny Manziel one. I know. That I want to watch that next. I heard it was so many funny. People, I will say from that, the craziest thing about that was that, like, then they tried, like, Johnny Manziel just shot himself in the foot so bad watching the documentary. You watch it, but then, like, there's some people that are like, huh, he had such mental health issues. It's like, dude, the dude oh, is yeah. still fucking being a fuckboy to this day. Oh, yeah. I also something about uh, what? I, something about. Just we we're talking about celebrities and sports people like Phil Mickelson and how he's he's gambled over like a billion dollars. Oh, and yeah, playing he's, golf. I yeah. didn't know how like serious of a gambler he oh, was. Yeah, dude. Terrible. He's, yeah, he's like he huge. On, you yeah. no wonder why he's got to play golf so much because he's got a gambling fucking problem. Yeah, but he says he's no his like turnout his ratio is good though. Like he's he's like. He's he he's a good gambler. Well, that's like the whole Michael. I don't know why thing. this is so like. I'm sure this has been a thing, but like it just randomly has been coming up over and over and over again on the internet about like Phil and, and like how much he's gambled over the years. Well, that's like Michael Jordan though. Two people, Michael Jordan. Well, he's, uh, that was crazy. why Michael Jordan had to. That. S- that was why Michael Jordan had to sell fucking uh, the Hornets because like he got into some shit and like owed some dude money. There's like a whole thing about that too. He didn't have them basically right. didn't have the money to back like a fifty million dollar deal or some shit like that and basically got forced out of owning the Hornets. Crazy. Fucking wild. It was yeah, that's actually pretty wild. He's Michael Jordan probably has like the worst gambling problem ever. Before it Wait, wasn't an issue. Really? Oh yeah. Oh. Didn't know that. Yeah, Michael Jordan has like a before it wasn't as much of an issue because he always had the money to back it, but now it's like clearly starting to get out of hand. <laughs> Didn't Michael Jackson have the same problem? I don't know. Michael Jackson had a lot of problems. <laughs> <laughs> no, but like, didn't he like he literally own nothing? <laughs> like, it was all on. I think he kept a lot of his shit in other people's names, but yeah, I think that was probably because he was doing some things that were crazy, nuts. But, <laughs> yeah, I mean, I think we'll. Uh, not that this was the most like I don't know interesting episode but uh again we're just putting out the thing putting out an episode each week and um catching up with everything that's been going on and you know who and i thought i was hopefully going to be leaving soon but you know that's just still here here near or there but um still gonna get after it still apply for positions out of state because trying to get out of here for a little bit so keep up the date on that journey um fairs coming Went to a concert. Crypto markets that was are cool. about to run. Um, what else? <laughs> what else? <laughs> Summer is almost over already, which is crazy. Stop. I know it's crazy how fast Stop. it goes, man. Summer is literally over. It's I, fucking nuts. I don't think it ever came. But um, we'll wrap it up. Yeah. Thanks, guys. Uh, Mike, thanks for always coming. Um, again, guys, thanks for the support. Even though they aren't always the greatest episodes, but. 
you know, hopefully there's always some insight you guys learn because I feel like there's always one lesson that. Oh, there's always opportunity. There, I feel like there's you definitely know, there's always real, a It's real. Right. It's, it's real. raw. Yeah. Like I said, it's we're raw. coming in here raw. We're you coming know what? in here giving it and. Raw dog. Just talking. <laughs> raw dog in life. That's what we do. Talking life. <laughs> That's, hey, you got to do it like that. <laughs> but um, all right, guys. We'll, talk, we'll see you guys next time. Love you.